0: Welcome to Xanadu Gallery's Red Dot Podcast. I'm Jason Horsch, owner of Xanadu Gallery, publisher of Red Dot Blog, and your host for this podcast. This is episode 19, and today's episode is another of our conversations with working artists. I'd like to welcome by telephone from Houston, Texas, artist Nancy Ballmart. Thanks for joining us, Nancy.
1: Oh, you're very welcome. I'm glad to be here.
0: And Nancy, let's begin with a little bit of your background. You're in Houston now. Um, Where are you from originally?
1: I'm from the Pacific Northwest area, and now I've been in Houston for over 30 years.
0: And um, talk a little bit about where your interest in art originated. Have you always been interested in art? Are you one of these artists who knew from the time that they were very young that you wanted to be an artist?
1: Oh, my goodness. I always wanted to paint, but I didn't really get to. Um, I had an interest in designing clothing and colors, and I did that for a while. Um, I... I um, have a degree where I'm an interior designer, and so I've always had an interest in color and fabric, and when, let me back up, in 1996, I had a near-death experience, and I was having trouble uh, remembering my connectors were not connecting, and so my doctor recommended that I take up something that I didn't know how to do. And my neighbor said to me, why don't you come paint with me? And having always wanted to paint, I said, well, okay. I went with her. Even though I didn't have time in my schedule, I figured it out. And I loved the class. It was just wonderful. The next thing I knew, I was organizing my schedule around art classes. And so that's how I got started.
0: And did you find that um, creating and painting came very naturally to you? Did you feel like you had some, um, you know, some latent talent there that was that was being discovered, or was it a lot of effort and work to develop that talent?
1: Oh my goodness! First, I was just painting to put beautiful paintings on the walls. I remember. In- In 1958, my parents took the family to Hearst Castle and that had a great impression on me. I looked around and said, someday I'm going to have beautiful paintings on my wall like Hearst Castle does. (laughs) And so I always had that in mind that when I grew up, I was going to have a home filled with beautiful paintings. And so first I started out and I was simply painting for myself to hang on Um, our walls at home. And then the more I painted, the more I loved it. And I had visited a lot of commercial art galleries, looking into different art galleries, trying to figure out where my art would be a good fit. And I found some, the rest is history. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And I'm interested in that. Um, Was it easy for you to begin approaching galleries and talking to them about representation? How did you make that transition from creating for yourself to really seriously pursuing gallery representation and sales?
1: Okay. Well, let me start with the Marshall Gallery of Fine Arts in Scottsdale. Our neighbors. Yes. My husband had had work. In Phoenix or in Superior. We had several trips to that area, either for him to be in Phoenix or to be in Superior. And so I would drop him off at work and take um, a drive on over to Scottsdale and go through the galleries. And I made a friend at one of the galleries, And after about the third or fourth trip in of looking at the galleries, um, I asked her some questions about the art on the walls and she looked at me and said, do you paint? And I said, yes, I do. And she said, well, I'd like to see some of your work. Well, to make a long story short, I had my flash drive with me and she and the owner of the art gallery looked at my flash drive and the owner said, I'll take this, this and this. (laughs) Um, So really, I made friends first. And uh, to this day, I consider Janet to be a friend. And getting into the art gallery was just a blessing. I think someone above has a greater plan for me, and I'm supposed to be painting. And then I got into um, uh, an art gallery in Texas. It's a small art destination town. I called Toledo, Texas, and I got into the best gallery there. Again, a little bit by accident, I visited the gallery with my uh, mentor. I probably studied under Dalhart Windberg for over a decade. And I was visiting the Winbergs, and we went to the gallery where he was showing his work. Now he was declared the Artist of Texas in 1979 by Texas State Legislature. He's absolutely fabulous—a
0: uh, very well-known and and well-respected artist. And and I should ask, how did you um, initially begin taking classes from him?
1: Back in 1976, my husband met somebody down here in Texas City. And she had art on her wall. He asked her, you know, where did you find this? And she had bought it down in the Victoria area. It turned out to be dalhart Winberg. Well, our next trip over to New Orleans, we had lived in New Orleans from uh, 76 to 80. And we went down to Jackson Square and down on Royal Street. We found an art gallery that carried his work. So we bought a piece of his art and we still have it to this day and absolutely loved it. Then later, we could not find his art. It turned out that the gallery owner had passed on and he had just not found a new gallery, but I didn't know what happened to him. And we were up in Northern Texas. My husband was working. I called my girlfriend in Dallas and said, hey, I can come visit you. And she said, well, that's too far for you to drive. Let's meet up in Denison, a little art town where it used to be. And we met there and went into the different art galleries. And lo and behold, there is Dalhart's work. And I got so excited. And I found out that he not only is still selling his paintings, but giving art classes. And so this was probably in 2002. And I started painting back in 2000. So uh, I found out about how to um, contact him and sent in my little slides and things and was accepted into his art classes. So I was pretty thrilled about that because... He only took so many. And back then, there was a a lot of people who were trying to get in. And so I got in and studied with him. And he has become uh, my mentor. So back to visiting um, the art gallery that he is in, Prelip's Fine Art Gallery, I was being quiet. Dow introduced me to Larry Prelip, the owner. And when we were leaving, Larry Prelip handed me a card and said, I've seen some of your work will you please send me an electronic portfolio, which I did and he sent back and I am now also in that art gallery. And then after that, I started advertising and um, Amsterdam Whitney International Fine Art from New York contacted me. I would send in an electronic portfolio and she said their committee would be meeting in a week or two. And I got the um, portfolio portfolio in by the next day. She called me back that day and said, you're it. And, and had they seen your work yeah.
0: in advertisements? Was that how they became aware of you?
1: That's how she became aware of me. Now, I've just, just in the past few days, received a couple more emails from more art galleries in Chelsea, New York, who are asking me to exhibit. They've seen my work. Um, I'm not sure if they saw my work at her gallery or if they saw my work online. Uh, But anyway, they've invited me to exhibit my work there. I don't need to send a portfolio or anything. So now I just need to paint more paintings. (laughs) (laughs) So I have enough to send.
0: As you began Uh, showing with galleries... Did you um, immediately begin seeing some sales? Was um, was the response to your work pretty rapid? Um,
1: well, I just um, had my first show in in New York. It was August twenty ninth through October third, and I sold over half. Of my paintings, so that was pretty exciting. And uh, Scottsdale has sold a painting, and they have a couple other people seriously looking at a couple of the other pieces. So we'll see you know how that works out. Uh, things are are settling very nicely. It's moving right along because I've only been out there um, for under two years. Um, I will send little still pictures to the galleries. And before they're even dry, I'll hear I want that one. (laughs) And so once they get get dry, then they ship off. So some of them never make it at home. Talk a little bit about
0: um, how your style developed and how you developed an interest in the subject matter that you focus on.
1: When I first started, the thing I was very best at was actually portrait. And then I got interested in still life. And then I got interested in landscapes and then it gradually developed and I decided I wanted to paint large florals. When I started taking from Dalhart, he started teaching me things that he'd figured out back when he was in Europe in the war. He visited many of the different art museums and he studied how the masters painted and he figured out how to do a lot of things that is now lost. He has taught me how to paint with soft edges like Rubens did. He has taught me how important lighting is like Rembrandt. He's just really taught me a lot of things that take the painting from good to wow. So a lot of these things that make the difference actually come from When I was studying under Galhart, he taught me so many wonderful things.
0: And how much time are you spending in the studio week? What are your um, studio practices?
1: Oh, that's an interesting question. I travel a lot with my husband and we live in two locations. We live in Houston and we also, for the past seven years, live in Seattle. So um, when I paint... I will really get into it and I'll paint um, 8, 10 or 12 hours a day for anywhere from two to six weeks. (laughs) Depends on how many paintings I'm trying to finish and I'll just paint. And then I will be off with my husband traveling and I'm with my camera. My camera is my companion while he's working and I'm out doing photo op. I'm trying to find things that I want to paint. And so I will take photos and then when I bring them home, look through and choose what I want to paint next. I, I've i taken um, poppies on Rodeo Drive in California. I've taken flowers in Victoria BC, we take the float plane up once a year so that I could do photo op of all the beautiful flowers. It's an area known for flowers. They love um, flowers up there. it's just beautiful. And I've um, taken photos in the Margaret River Valley in Australia and photos of things all over Europe, landscapes, flowers, whatever it is that I see that um, I think is beautiful. I'll take. Uh, photos of. We we own a small business. And so we do travel to the customers quite a bit. And I just um, go around with my camera. (laughs) It's very fun. I get to see lots of beautiful countryside and it's just really fun.
0: And how much time um, are you spending on the business side of your art? You know, you've mentioned already that uh, you do some marketing in magazines, and and, uh, obviously you've built relationships with galleries. Um, So if you kind of look at uh, all of the time that's going into creating and and research and gathering materials, um, and and then look at the business side of things, how does that kind of break down?
1: I am so fortunate. We have hired our son to take care of the financial end of the small business. And so uh, he and my husband take care of all of my accounting, so I don't have to do any of that. My son watches my website. I'm not as techy as he is, <laughs> and he forwards any emails that come in, and I um, get right to them. Um, I'm I'm not a person who is at my computer every day, like my husband and my son. And so I'm very fortunate that they take care of that. Um, then I've taken care of finding magazines that I would like to be in. I've been in a few editorials in a few different magazines. I'm just coming out at... Um, the beginning of the year in the Acquisitor, there will be a four-page write-up on me, and I'll be on the cover of that magazine. So I've got um, things to do like that right now. I'm trying to figure out exactly which magazines would be good for me to be advertising in this coming year. It's time to do that. And I'm working on that right now.
0: (laughs) Well, I know that uh, many of my listeners will be um, very... perhaps envious of the support team that you've built and and um it sounds like both in terms of the the knowledge that's there but also just having this this business team that having your art business alongside your other business has been very very beneficial to
1: you. Oh my goodness, I am so lucky. I am so you know, I count my lucky stars. <laughs> <laughs> because then um, with my husband and my son taking care of the accounting and the financial end of it, then all I have to do is be creative and look into the advertising. And of course, you have to send the things into the magazines, what you want in the magazine. And I just have to do that and paint. So it leaves me more time to paint. Um,
0: I guess my my final question, and I like to ask this question to artists, is that if you know if you had the uh, proverbial time machine and you could travel back and visit yourself as you were just beginning to create and, and paint um, and, and kind of launching your career. What advice would you, would you give your, your uh, younger self that, that was just getting started?
1: Well, I think I'm very fortunate because I would tell myself to keep doing the same. Keep doing what you're doing. There's nothing
0: major that you would look back and, and, and change.
1: No, no. Now, maybe in the future, in five or 10 years, I might look back and <laughs> and see something. But right now, everything that I, I'm doing or have done is working very well. So I'm just very fortunate. I think I have someone watching over me from above. <laughs> I just
0: feel very blessed. Well, excellent. Well, Nancy, thank you so much um, for joining me for the podcast today. And um, I will, uh, again, um, invite my listeners to hop on to Nancy's website. It's Nancy Balmertz, that's N-A-N-C-Y-B-A-L-M-E-R-T dot com, where you can learn a little bit more about Nancy and uh, see examples of her work. Uh, thank you so much, Nancy.
1: Jason, thank you so much. I really appreciate um, speaking with you. It's been an honor.
0: And again, it's Nancy Balmert. That's N-A-N-C-Y-B-A-L-M-E-R-T.com to see more of Nancy's work. Thanks, everyone. We'll look forward to seeing you in the next podcast.